Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. So does that mean like on the weekends, Dan Wheeler's up at your place with his crayons, coloring chain link, different colors for you? (laughs) So whenever you have a fused bonded order, then... That's when you give Dan Wheeler Sharpies, not crayons. Is that what you're trying to <laughs> Hello? Dan the man. Whoa, is that Joe Evers? What what uh what did I do to get a What's phone up, call from the the fence expert himself? <laughs> well, listen, a couple things. One, I need to talk to you. Now, and it's about your intro. <laughs> now, I, here's the thing: is is I almost went and made a social post about it, but I decided I was going to call you directly, and you and I could have a private conversation about it. <laughs> There's a lot of underlining innuendo in that statement. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. But I will tell you, you, you do get a lot of reaction. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. No, I get it. I get it. So, so, so this intro to the to your podcast, I've been listening the last couple of them. Uh, the intro is different now. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we decided to uh, completely do a whole new rebrand, and um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. some people were like, "Well, why didn't you keep it the same?" Yeah, and I was like, "Well, if I kept it the same, used all the same music, the entire format." was the same everyone would say ah it's just not the same sure 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 so and then, it kind of blends it starts blending in so then if you make a change then they're going to be like oh it's not the same see what i'm saying <laughs> yeah which yeah, is a, which is better so we decided to change it up man and um i mean look don't kill the messenger here because i didn't write that thing so when, when he when, when he's talking uh-huh. about other hosts having a a stick up there, I got this new roadcaster man. Check this out. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So when he says, "Are you tired of listening to other other uh, podcasters that have a stick up there?" So, <laughs> just like that's, that, I was like, "Oh yeah. my god, that's going to go over like a fart in church." <laughs> and Benji was kind of laughing. And uh, what we did was is we gave him a couple of podcasts of other people in the industry. And I said, look, man, I want to not be like them. I want to be different. I don't want to, you know, that's one reason why um, we we don't have Mr. Producer doing our show anymore because I didn't want that same voice, that same style as Dan Wheeler's got, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for what Mr. Producer did for us, but. You know, sure. Here we are, and um, so Change I was like, good. "Hey, Change is good. yeah." So I said, "Here you go. Here's um, the Fence Industry Podcast. Is uh, a couple of those you can listen to. Here's a couple of Joe Everses. Um, I even threw Nathan because Nathan had just started. Here's Nathan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I shot him over some of uh, Mark Olson's YouTube deals. Listen how he starts his out. I just want to be different, you know." Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that's what the guy came back with. And I was like, "Oh, I'm going to catch some shit over this," but I like it. I love it. I love it. 
So, well, I mean, mainly Dan, I just, I just called to say, you really shouldn't talk about the other guys like that. You know, I just, I called to stick up for them. You know, I just, they don't, they don't deserve it. You shouldn't, shouldn't talk mean about them like that. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just, you know, speaking on their behalf, maybe something like that. Now they don't actually know. We actually haven't talked about this. They don't know I'm calling, but I just felt like, felt like sticking up for them. Uh, so really you got a problem, but you don't want every you want to bring everybody else in so it doesn't seem like it's really your problem. <laughs> oh Mark, no, no, no. Mark, I don't I, Mark Olson and I totally agree that he sucked. I was like, dude, you suck. And he's like, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Dan. <laughs> 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 but no, man, that's just uh that's just what the guy came back with. And I literally just changed a couple little things in there. So uh he actually wrote back to me and he was like, Hey, this guy, um, Joe Everest, it sounds like a little kumbaya when his show comes on. I felt like I was sitting around a, a fire getting ready to smoke a doobie. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if Joe does all that or not. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, no, that was uh, one of our guys, Matt. Um, you know, if, if you watch the show, he's Matt's on there quite a bit. He's the one that actually wrote, and, wrote produced, and sang that. Yeah, and that was the other thing, man. I didn't know this, but we had licensed music that we were using, and that's why we were getting booted off of Facebook, and we couldn't Mm -hmm. play the intro as long as we were playing it. And, you know, we were using the uh, Black Eyed Peas as um, let's get it started in here. And so then YouTube YouTube was picking that up, right? So now I got all these flags on every single YouTube. It's like, all right, let's just scratch it off and let's just start all over so, start over and I've, yeah. I've got some things in there that people haven't heard yet that i haven't really mixed into the show yet I, i'm trying to find okay. trying to find that spot like i've got some bumpers that were made and um i'm thinking about just throwing them in there and just kind of being like hey what's going on you know and just see <laughs> yeah, people's yeah, reactions in. you know did you see the reel that i that uh i released with the introduction of Arcsite and Job Nimbus, and yes. Nathan was in the bottom corner looking around like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I told my guys like make the background move so Nathan looks like he's in floating in space, <laughs> <laughs> just bopping around. Oh, uh, it was great. But anyway, man. So I'll make sure to mention. No, I just I'll, I'll make sure and mention that. Uh, Joe's got an issue with uh with the <laughs> oh, intro. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. No, but, uh, I think it's funny. I think uh I think it's good to have some good natured fun. You know what I mean? It's uh we're we're all friends. We all know each other and I think it's uh it's fun to to poke at each other once in a while. Yeah, it's a good time, man. I still give Will a hard time. He sent me a video today. Some guy is going around town stealing all his signs off of the fences that he built. So Ooh. he's sending me videos. So uh, it, that's, it's that's really bad right there. I know. And if you know, if you know uh, Dan real well, things get under mm. his skin. You know what I mean? He gets riled up. Oh, yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah. I just responded with, I don't think you're going to do anything about it. <laughs> oh, no. And Dan's like, you're stirring the pot. And he gets all riled up, and I love it. <laughs> Man, there's not there's not many more disrespectful things you can do to a guy's fence and take his name off of it. I know That's, I did that. Uh, I did that one time, man. One time um, after Hurricane Katrina, 
we replaced a portion of the fence, and the guy who built the fence, his sign was on it. Well, yeah. my guys built it, and um, that's when I, I was running two crews after that. I had a crew that was just tearing down, and then I was coming back, setting posts and building. Well, I left these guys for, you know, two minutes, right? Out of habit, threw a sign up on the corner. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I would have did that, but, you know, who will ever know, right? Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't you know it, the guy drives down the street every day. Of course. Of course. <laughs> that's that's up, the way man, the world works. And I was just like, look, man, the portion of the fence that you built came down. My guy's out of habit through the sign up. I'll gladly go by there and take it off. Give me one of your signs. I'll put yours on it. But, yeah, that's the only time that's ever happened to me. I'm real funny about that, you know. Leave well, a signature on it. Yeah, and that's kind of a gray area, I guess. If you guys had put your sign on what you repaired, I mean, there's I mean, there's that. But <clears throat> just blatantly removing somebody's sign off of, off their work, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's not, uh, not, a, not a great deal. Yeah, I still don't think Will has got what it takes to do anything about it. I don't think you need to push any one of his buttons. I think he can do it all on his own. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. So, what, so besides that, man, what are, you, are you just calling me to scold me and give me a hard time? No, 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 no. We've got the so we've got the show coming up Saturday. The Ask the Experts Live. That's right. That's you, Saturday. you do remember it's coming up this Saturday, right? I got it on my Google Calendar. Yes, sir. April, okay. Okay. Saturday, April eighth. I'm uh yep, yep. Get, I'm getting hair and makeup done on Friday. I'll be oh, ready good, for Saturday good, good. to be on camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yep. They're uh, you know it's from ten to eleven, so you can if you get on about nine forty five, we can iron all the technical stuff out, and we should be good to go. Yeah, because Lord knows we're gonna have uh, audio issues. It's like man, it's always something. I don't. It's always. <laughs> There's gremlins in the system somewhere. Well, you know, in your situation, you're in your studio, so you just kind of sit down and everything's usually about the same. Am I right? Well, yeah. Uh, We also do, we do a couple other things in there. We do some talking heads. But but you're right. By and large, most of the stuff just stays still, which which you should think that means that it all works. Right, right. But it could be the same stuff in the same place, nothing unplugged, nothing, anything. And one week to the next, there could be, it's usually audio issues. Yeah, so that's like me, man. My roadcaster sits on my desk. All my wires are ran. I literally just unplug from my computer. Everything stays the same. Life is good. Well, then I got to do a Zoom. Well, then I got to do a Google yeah. Meets. Then I got to do a, 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 what is it called, Microsoft Teams. Well, they all yeah. use they all use different speakers, and you know you know what I'm saying. So by the time Wednesday <laughs> yeah, we, night comes, it my my poor roadcaster doesn't know what the hell's going on. So I got to reset it. They don't know what it's connected to. Oh, it's a freaking you know, nightmare. That, that's a thing. We we should all decide like on one on one platform to do these video calls because it's oh it's such a nightmare figuring out which one everyone's supposed to be on, and like you said, how your system's supposed to be configured because. Each one of them's different. It's it's yeah. madness. It's crazy, man. And then the cleaning lady comes in and she vacuums under the desk. And one time I yep. had this noise. Stuff I gets couldn't, couldn't figure out what the noise was. And my damn wire leading from my roadcaster to my computer was touching my power wire. Oh, and so you got to hum. 
and I, we could not figure it out. And I just kind of moved yep. my foot and kicked the kicked it. And I'm like, okay, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we'll do a you sound know, check. And that's a, you, uh, you know, I don't want to point fingers, but half the time we just reset the roadcaster and it's fine. Like, I don't know. There's so, I think that's where the gremlins live. They live in the roadcasters, I think. Well, did you hear my show with uh, with uh, Justin, Judy, and Nathan about mm-hmm. Arcsite? Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. whenever I'm doing like, hey, push that job from Job Nimbus over to Arcsite, I literally pictured Justin, Judy, and the little baby's diaper running around in my computer. Grabbing oh, info, <laughs> grab, grabbing info, running over the arc site. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think <laughs> I'm telling you that you is know, the funniest thing in my brain when I when I think of that. <laughs> Listen, we don't need to we don't need to get into what's going on in your brain. That is just yeah. something we can leave alone. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it is nice. Talk about integrations, though. Isn't it nice that, like, within the last. Really, within the last year, we've started to see a lot of the software we use all start integrating nicely together. Like you've got, you know, my salesman job Nimbus was kind of the first one that we worked on. And then, yeah, now we've got job Nimbus to ArcSight. Uh, it's really nice to see the softwares that a lot of us use start interacting directly so we don't have to use Zapier or do it manually. manually. Well, it's kind of nice. The reason why they're doing that is because people like us were like, hey, y'all got to fix this. And then we're out there pushing well, their product, you know, you know, that's part of the reason. Well, it, it is, but also like the, I mean, I think it speaks to them just being responsive. You know, there's, there's other softwares out there that, you know, no matter who requests it, there's always some bug and it never gets fixed. And, you know, these, there is a, uh, hmm, a widely known uh, accounting software that most everyone uses. Um, that they have they have suggestions from like three years ago that still that they never respond to that they don't and it's like it's for big stuff like we sell so we sell some stuff online through a platform called Shopify. Well, we've been asked like I say we like e-commerce has been asking for a nice integration for years and they still haven't made it happen. So I, I just I see stuff like that and then I see. The you know the job Nimbus my salesman arc sites of the world all getting along and integrating. It's like you know what I think we got something special here. We have some people that really care. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, look, man, what are we going to talk about uh, this, this Saturday? It's only a couple of days away. Huh? What, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, you got any plans? You got a so, itinerary? Well, here's the thing. So the last last time we talked, we had you on the show. We talked about the softwares you use. Uh-huh. And that that episode did really well because I think this is a subject that a lot of people are talking about. You know what softwares can make their businesses more efficient and just run cleaner, sort of thing, um, less effort, that sort of thing. So what I think we ought to do is maybe take a deep dive. So uh, speaking of Job Nimbus, I think we ought to take a deep dive into uh, now. If it, if we were to ask anybody about you, like what you're known for besides the show, besides the podcast. It would be job nimbus automations. Yeah. I, at least when I talk to people, that's what you're known for. Outside, like I said, outside the show and outside the podcast. Um, maybe we take a dive into that. And now I know you and I have talked about some of your automations. There are some in there that are pretty advanced. You know, they're not they're not the 101 version. They're the 301 or 401 or master's level. But what I think we ought to do 
if you think so, is maybe get into some like basic automations. Mm-hmm. So if someone's just getting job Nimbus set up, there's, you know, using it to quote, they're just getting started with it. Maybe some automations that they could set up pretty easily and get started with fairly quickly um, that then maybe they could build on moving forward. Yeah. So my automations really saved my ass uh, this past couple of weeks. Cause I was gone. Oh. A week be- I was gone the week before Fence Tech. Then I was gone mm-hmm. the week of Fence Tech. Then when I got back from Fence Tech, I was sick for a few days. So oh, that's I, right. So I had a lot of leads that needed to be addressed. And I bet that's right. Oh man, if it wouldn't have been for automations, I'll have to. I'll have to uh, <laughs> tell that story on the show. You know, you should. Yeah, you should. Let's save it so I can react to it in real time. Yeah, yeah. It's but saved um, it saved me hours and hours. I can't even count those hours. Well, yeah. you know, that's the thing is, so these automations, so you shared some of yours with us and, and we came up with a few and just, you know, made them, you know, every business is a little bit different, but made them work for us. I really think we have, we have used automations in place of like an administrative assistant. I think we've mm-hmm. saved ourselves, you know, at least, at least one team member's payroll for the year. Just in in follow ups and pushing sequences along, mm-hmm. and just kind of doing touches, you know, touch bases and that sort of thing. I I really I'd have to look at it, but I almost I really believe that we've saved ourselves at least one team member's payroll a year. Well, not only that, you and saved, your team with it. Well, yeah, but but not only that, you've saved a lot of fires that you wouldn't have had to put out. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. Did I say yeah, that? Just, right? Yeah. You, you save the yeah. lot of fires you would have had to put out. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just by yeah, being organized. you catch it when they're little things before they get to big things. Yeah, just, well, being organized and communicating. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times, how many, before automations, how many calls did you used to take about, hey, when's my fence going to be? Uh-huh. You know, when are you guys going to come install my fence? Mm-hmm. I mean, during the summer, I mean, we pride ourselves for being pretty caught up. But during the summer, we'll be six, eight, ten weeks out. And listen, you know, every state's different. I understand that. But in the state of Missouri, we collect a half down deposit. So if an average price, an average project is priced about $8,500, this person gave us, you know, $4,250, whatever yeah. half works out to me. So if I gave somebody $4,000 and they said, I'll see you in two months, I would like a, I would like a few uh, touch bases in between now and then just to let me know, hey, here's, we're still thinking about you. Here's where you are in the process. Here's what we're doing on the back end. We haven't we haven't forgotten about you. Your money's still safe with us. We're still coming out to build your fence. And we used to do that manually. That was that was my Friday morning was I would just start knocking out, you know, update emails to all the customer base. Hours this thing took mm-hmm. me writing all these emails. Now it does automatically Friday morning. Fires off emails to to people that are in this certain board that are scheduled but not yet started. Yeah, we literally have one. <clears throat> if they've been, if they have been in the flow, it's either fourteen or twenty one days. I have a text message that goes out that literally says, "Hey, we just wanted to let you know we didn't run off to Vegas and spend your deposit." We bought material. We, we yeah, bought, exactly. We, we bought material with it, and we are working on getting you scheduled. You know, it literally says yeah. we have not ran off to Vegas with your money. 
you know. <laughs> well, you're addressing the fear head on. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you need to do because that's that is a real fear that yeah, you took this, you know, whatever it is, three, four, five thousand dollars and just ran off with it. Well so it's the way I came up with that is is that's what I used to tell people when they would ask me, Oh, I mean, you want fifty percent up front? I mean, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm like, Well, Miss Betty, uh, we don't have three hundred plus five star reviews because we've been running off to Vegas on at a on at a bachelor's <laughs> party. And spending your money, right? Okay, right, right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure we would have one, at least one in there that would have said, "This guy ran off with my money to Vegas," but we don't. Yep, absolutely. So, let me know when you're well, ready to pay that, and we'll get you on the schedule. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the reason that's a fear is because that's that happens, right? Yeah. And, and not just in fencing in the fencing industry; you see it elsewhere also. But you know, we had a contractor here. This has probably been three, two or three years ago. Um, he took he took a significant amount of deposits, tried to vanish, but also he stuck a bunch of suppliers with a bunch of uh, a bunch of receivables. I mean, this Dan, we're talking about in the in the tune of somewhere around half a million dollars between receivables and deposits, uh, oh, wow. and it made the news. And you can imagine the pushback we got for the next two years on taking deposits. Right, like, wait a minute, I heard about so-and-so taking deposits, and then, you know, the attorney general had to go get them and bring them back and all this and that. I I get it. You know, I understand that that is a fear. And if I'm doing business with a contractor I don't know and I hand over that much money, it's probably in the back of my mind, too. So it's worth addressing. But through these automations, now we can address them automatically but make it sound like it's really you or I typing out these emails every Friday morning. Yeah. Or text messages. Yeah. I love it, man. I love my automations. I think, I, I, th- I think we should go through this and just like some basic ones, um, you know, and maybe, maybe this becomes a regular thing. Maybe we, you know, every so often have you back on to talk about, you know, a new, a new automation series or something. I don't know. We should, we should brainstorm that, see what that turns into. But, uh, for this one, I think we should get into some basic automations. I think it would be really good. Yeah, we can do that, man. Um, you know, you know what I wanted to ask you, since you've got What's the you, you're the new chain link king. I'll let you. <laughs> I don't. I'll let <laughs> easy you, there. I don't know about that. I'll let you come into my courts, since you're the chain. <laughs> <laughs> since you're the chain link king now, and you're out there, you know, sticking it to the man. You ever seen that movie uh, with uh, Jack yeah. Black? Huh? <clears throat> yes. School of Rock, yes. stick it to the man. Since you're out there sticking mm-hmm. it to the man with your chain link, um, there's been there's been some stuff that I've seen talking about this vinyl coated chain link. So okay, yeah. So, so now you're making big chain market. link at uh, what, what is it? It's Ozark Fence. Or, no, it's uh, uh, Ozark Wireworks. Ozark mm-hmm. Wireworks. Is that like yeah. o- Ozark yep. Wireworks? dot com dot online dot yeah yep what? dot dot com you got it. we were lucky enough to to grab it before somebody else got it all right Absolutely. so you are making chain link and are you doing the 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 vinyl yeah 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 so we're doing uh we just got some in oh last week um from some guys out of ohio that do extruded and bonded and fuse bonded um so we got a little bit of that um, to mix in, we we have some extruded, but 
we didn't have any extruded bonded and fused bonded, so we brought some in. Now we've got a little bit of each. Now, but they're they're different, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So this is probably what we're talking about. Yeah, the difference between them. So there's extruded, extruded, bonded, and then there's another one, right? Uh-huh. Fused bonded. Fused mm-hmm. bonded. So yep. what, what's not that you called about this, but just tell me what's what's the difference in those things? Because I saw somebody talking about it on Facebook or somewhere, and mm-hmm. they were they were you know yeah. having an argument. There's about not. It. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, there are some lively discussions about uh, about each of them. Yeah. Um, so so here's kind of the way to explain the difference between extruded and extruded bonded. Um, so for extruded picture, you know, this smooth wire that's getting ready to get turned into chain link, it goes through just a molten waterfall of vinyl extrusion, right? So just bare wire goes through the extrusion and then it goes through a a cooling tray and all that. Uh, but it's just a, it's a vinyl jacket over a smooth wire. So basically extruded bonded. Well, so basically with the extruded, you're just putting a coating, you're just coloring it basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some protective qualities to it, you know, the, the, to have the extrusion on it. I mean, you do get you do get a little bit more protection, but it's basically just the extrusion laid over the wire. So, so does that mean like on the weekends, Dan Wheeler's up at your place with his crayons, coloring chain link, different colors for you? <laughs> Don't go pushing the buttons. He can do it all on his own, Dan. <laughs> Couldn't pass it up. All right. All right. So let's go on in. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So extruded bonded. So similar process. We still have a smooth wire going through a molten waterfall of extrusion. But this time before the wire, before this galvanized wire goes through there, is coated with a bonding agent. So, you know, think glue. Uh-huh. So the wire, then the glue, then the extrusion. So that the something bonds. This is bonding the wire to the extrusion. No, we we can tell the difference between extrusion or extruded and extruded bonded. So sometimes you see a vinyl fence that'll crack, and then that whole jacket will just peel away. The vinyl will just peel away from the core. That's typically extruded, because extruded bonded, you really you can still separate the two, but you got to put a lot of effort into it. You know, so we we did a demonstration with a knife to where we cut away a little bit of the jacket on extruded. You can just peel it right off. With the extruded bonded, you really got to put some muscle in it. You got to break that bond between the wire and the vinyl extrusion. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's a little bit better of a product just because it is adhered to that core. So because listen, life happens, right? You get into it with a weed eater or just any one of a hundred things could happen to this wire. But if it's bonded, then it's not that vinyl jacket's not going to peel away from the galvanized core. Okay. So, would you say the other one was fused bonded? Yeah, fused bonded is kind of an entirely different animal. So, it's a, it's a different process. The, the best way I have to describe it is sim- similar, it's not the same process, but similar to powder coating. To where it actually, I mean, it's in the name, right? It actually fuses, it becomes part of mm-hmm. this galvanized core. So when we take a knife to it, so when we took a knife to extruded, the, ja- the jacket just peeled off. We took a knife to the extruded bonded. We really had to work and peel this jacket off. Fuse bonded, you have to whittle it off. You really? can cut a chunk of it, but the rest of it, you know, you're not 
you're not peeling it off. You whittle this stuff down. It's, it, I mean, like I said, it's in the name. It is fused to this core. Um, you see a lot of fused bonded spec out on commercial projects. It's a nine, typically, it's a nine gauge core with an eight gauge finish. So it's a thinner coating, but because it is a different process entirely, it's actually a more durable coating than you would see in extruded or extruded bonded. So whenever you have a fused bonded order, then that's when you give Dan Wheeler Sharpies, not crayons. Is that what you're trying to tell? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like where this is going, man. I don't like where this is going. So anyway, do you do all three of these? You do all three Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, wow. So we carry extruded and extruded bonded. We carry it with 11-gauge core, so 11-gauge galvanized wire in the middle, and then with an 8-gauge finish. Uh, and then the fuse bonded, we carry the 9-gauge core with an 8-gauge finish. Huh. So a little bit different. So, I mean, this is entirely different part of this discussion, but um, in the residential world, and this probably varies regionally, but in our region, you see a lot of uh, nine gauge finish, which is, you know, if you follow the math, it's probably an 11 and a half or 12 gauge core, mm-hmm. right? So eight gauge finish gets you the 11 gauge core. It's a little bit stronger material. It's typically a two inch mesh. So it's just, it's just a stronger wire. Yeah. Well, thanks for clearing that up for me. Cause I was uh, definitely reading through the comments and these guys were like, man, these guys are nerding out. I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, well, I, know listen, how, before, I know how gauges work, you know, I, I learned that right, a long, right, right. I learned that a long time ago when I was buying extension cords and realized I had to buy not the little thin ones. <laughs> right. Yep. 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 That's right. So that's right. That's what, that was my gauge, uh, lesson. And then from there I took, you know, I took it and ran. So I knew what was going on with that, but it was kind of sure talking about extruded and all that. Well, before before we got into weaving, I'll be blatantly honest. I didn't know the difference between extruded and extruded bonded. The majority of what we did was extruded. I thought that was just the process. Uh, just because in our region, that's what a lot of the suppliers provide is just straight extruded. And then once I got into it, uh, one of the suppliers, we were t- I was talking to him, they said, hey, you know, for for just a little bit more, you could you can get some better wire. It's extruded bonded. And I said, well, please teach me. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I say that to say, I mean, this is, I think it's a, I think it's pretty common. Um, now, I'm sure there are guys out there that were born knowing the difference between extruded and extruded bonded. Now, uh, we see those comments in those social media posts as well. But, um, but yeah, I think, for, I think for a lot of contractors, they're probably like me. They didn't really know the difference between extruded and extruded bonded. And the fact that the, the listen, the price difference is about a penny a square foot. It's it's hardly anything at all to pay to upgrade to extruded bonded. Really? So, huh. yeah, yeah, I had no idea. That's some Absolutely pretty none. interesting stuff. I'm, I was kind of getting a little sleepy there, Joe. But I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I know, but it's still it's part but of our our you, industry, and we need to know it. It's good to know about the sure. extruded bonded. Is basically you might as well just buy that because the cost is not even yeah mentionable. Yeah, the cost is negligible between the two. Like I said, about a penny per square foot. So it's yeah. it's not enough to matter. Yeah. yeah, especially you know. So we switched over that on our service business on our and it was our fence installation company. Uh, just because I don't want to ever deal with a callback for a cracked wire, you know, that the jacket's separating on, mm-hmm. because the you know the lawn crew 
strip the bottom of it with a weed eater over time. Yeah, that was that's typically what we see in our market. Then the bottom peels the the jacket peels off the bottom of the chain link. So I was we want to be done with that. You know what? I think I know somebody that can fix that problem. His oh, name yeah? his name is Al Martins. Mr. Fence. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I watched your discussion with him. Dude. He uh man, you want to talk about an incredibly intelligent individual. That guy is He's he's on a on a different level of intelligence. Yeah, tell me about it. Shane and I have been cracking up, saying uh, he, Shane said he was on the moon. I was like, no, Shane, it's Mars. But he kept saying the moon. <laughs> so Al texted yeah. me the other day about something, and I was like, uh, he's like, you got time? I'm like, you you been to Mars? <laughs> yeah, I got time to talk yep. to you, man. What are you talking about? He's, I have, he's just I like, have all the time it. in the world. He's so humble. He's like, oh, stop yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> he well, and he's one of these guys that if you passed him, so if you passed him at Fence Tech and didn't know him, you wouldn't know, you know, you wouldn't know he's done what he's done in his life. You know, just incredibly humble guy. He'd he'd say hello as he passed you, but I don't know. Just yeah, he carries himself very humbly. Mm-hmm. But what an incredible guy. Yeah, he looks like a little Irish guy with that little flat cap that he wears and uh, I'm just, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is this the guy that was wearing blue jeans, a fence armor t-shirt and a blazer with a, fly, with a, with a, with a cap on? Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. You want to talk about someone that's got marketing figured out his team. They are, they are top notch. Yeah. Well, Joe, I'm going to have a lot to talk about on Saturday and I hope we don't go <laughs> okay, too long. Good. And, no, no, no. It's uh I've got the afternoon, so if it goes a little bit long, we're we're in good shape. Yeah, I'm good for whatever, man. Well, look, man. Okay. Uh, appreciate you giving me a call. I just want to let you know that of I'm course. not changing my intro for you and nobody. <laughs> even though you were the That's first fair. person, I, you were the first person I ever reached out to when I was trying to figure out this whole uh, road mic thing and years ago. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Remember? Yeah, I remember. always happy to help. So yeah. it's good talking to you, man. You have a good one, and uh, I'll talk to you in a couple days, guys. Y'all make sure you uh, you check out Joe's show this Saturday on YouTube, Joe Everest Friends yep. Expert Channel. Can't miss it. He'll be yep. streaming everywhere across the entire world. Oh, it goes out everywhere at ten to eleven central. Yeah, good deal. All right, man. Well, look, you keep on fencing, and uh, I'll chat with you. Look forward to it. All right, man. Bye. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.